0: This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Keep It Simple. Today's episode, I want to share an impactful lesson that came about from one of my coaching clients and how you can apply it to your life to make a massive shift in a short period of time. So I love the gifts that come from the time I get to spend with the individuals that I'm helping right now. And I say helping. Coaching is a unique term, right? Like I don't inherently love the term coaching. I don't know what to call it because mentorship would be a little bit of an undersell. But essentially what it is that I do is help my clients, friends, people that I'm working with find answers that they already have inside of themselves. And that might sound a little crazy, right? Like as you're listening, you're like, man, this guy's bumped his head today. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I admittedly believe that Coaching and telling someone exactly how to live their life is a fool's errand. Like, Who am I to tell you to live your life a certain way? I don't know all the things you've been through. I don't know the places you've been. I don't know the trauma you've endured. What I do know is there's some core principles that will help you live a better life. I know that we have to eventually go back and handle some of the stuff you've been running from. But I know most of the answers to all the things that you're seeking are actually deeply Embedded inside of you, you just need someone that you trust enough to help you go to those recesses together. Right? Like, I, I laughingly say that I don't even hand you the flashlight to look in the deep parts of your soul. We have to find that flashlight together, and then I'm just going to have my hand on your shoulder saying it's going to be okay. Because so much of this industry is this complicated equation of. You know, trying to convince people to be more of who they aren't and less of who they are. And no part of that resonates with me. Maybe it's a metaphysics background now that I have, you know, I'm just about through my master's program or maybe I guess a fish I'm through my master's just waiting for the the grading to come back. But in the master's studying or any studying as far as metaphysics is concerned, there's people aren't inherently bad. We are inherently good, and some of us make some bad decisions from time to time. But versus, we'll say, a Christianity basis in which we are inherently bad and we need to repent for our sins and look to God for forgiveness, metaphysics flips that on its head. We're all inherently good. And if we are inherently good, and in my coaching practice, I believe we are inherently good, then even if you've made some bad decisions, there's some good that will come of it. Right? like That doesn't mean you're a bad person. That doesn't mean you're flawed. The traumas that you've been through in your life, you didn't inherently ask for. Right, like Think about your own life right now. The worst experiences that you've been through, did you ask for those to happen or did they just happen around or to you? Like I didn't ask for the family unit I had growing up. I didn't ask for the issues that I've been through in my life. So by the nature of that, I would be a victim to those situations because I didn't ask for it. But I can choose to hold on to or dispel the victim mentality. But it's tough because many of us wear this victim mentality like a badge of honor. And I get it, right now you might be saying like, I'm not a victim, I don't ever say I'm a victim. Okay. But are your daily actions aligning with someone that's in, I'll say, personal power, or are you really adopting more of the victim mindset? Only you can ultimately answer that, I certainly have no idea. But as I'm having a conversation around the same framework with one of my clients comes up. He's like, man, life is just really simple. We make it so complicated. We over-engineer everything. We, our brains are wired to figure out these ultra-complex problems, but the majority of the problems that we have in our life are very simple. Like, think about your life right now and the biggest problems you have how complicated are they really versus how complicated are you making them? It's the whole false evidence appearing real the, the conversation of fear where like I'll lean into my clients and ask them like go let's let's go have the tough conversation with our boss this week. I want to know how it goes I'm here to support you I'm, I'm here for the mental check and let me know what's up call them pump them up beforehand talk to them push them on the back a little bit like you got this. Leave them a voice message, whatever it is. And almost every time on the backside of the call, they call me, they message me, they do whatever they do and they say, look, like it wasn't bad at all. Like everything came out better than I expected. Of course it does Your brain over-engineers all the possibilities. The possibilities are almost never as bad as the actual outcome. And same thing as it pertains to scaling your life and creating systems and processes to find your own level of power. It doesn't take a tremendous amount to make massive changes in your life. Above all else, there's a C word that it takes. No, no, get your mind out of the gutter. It's none of the negative C words. It's none of the potty mouth things that I would have consistently said before. It's consistency. Well, I truly believe what separates you from the success that you're seeking is something called a map protocol. I believe that you need a mentor. A mentor is just simply someone that has walked the path you were considering walking or that you trust enough to know that they can get you from where you're at to where you want to arrive to. You need a mentor. You also need accountability. You need someone to hold you accountable. Ideally, the mentor should. But perhaps you're just emulating the mentor and you need someone else in your life that you know, like, trust, and respect enough to hold you accountable and you'd ask that person to do it. Then the backside, the last piece of this, you need a plan. You literally need a plan to get from where you're at to where you want to arrive to that someone holds you accountable for and you're following it along in a way that a mentor has most likely guided you down. It's really just that simple. Right? But the, the bane of most of our existence is the consistency, the consistency that it takes to make an impactful change in the gym, the consistency it takes to not eat the bad food or to drink the alcohol, the consistency required to practice a meditation skill that is never able to be mastered. The consistency of reading and taking time for yourself, the consistency of putting yourself first and not letting others talk down to you, the consistency that is required to get you from where you're at to where you want to go is going to take much longer than you hope for. It just does. See, this idea of consistency is very simple. But my friends, it is never easy. If it was easy, we would all do it. I think of the number of excuses you've made just in the past week for the things that you knew you wanted to do or knew you should do, but lacked the consistency to pull it off. I knew I wanted to go to the gym, but you see, this thing happened. You don't get it. My kids were sick. No, I do get it. But your word wasn't worth enough to you to actually show up and go to the gym. It's okay. Like, it stings. That should hurt a little bit when it's said. I believe we're too busy as a society sugarcoating all these things because we're too worried about how it's going to affect other people's feelings. But the truth has no feelings. The truth is just the truth. And the truth to me is if you make a commitment and then you don't honor it, which I have certainly done before, I am not a perfect creature. But if you don't honor your commitment, you're just really selling yourself short. Right? Like this the simplicity of what it takes to get to where you want to arrive to is really phenomenally easy. Just our brains over-engineer everything. You talk yourself out of all the things that you want to do because of past experiences you've had. Right? Like the past failures or past no's have stopped you from asking for another yes. So Dr. Joe Dispenza says you can either be defined of a vision of your past a memory of your past, or inspired by a vision of your future. You get to decide. It's one or the other, truly. So most of what we walk around doing here on the planet is based off of past life experiences, not future possibilities. I must ask you in this moment, what's popping into your mind right now about where you are not living towards the future, where you are stuck in what has happened to you in the past? Because that past is not guaranteed to happen again in the future unless you keep focusing on it. A one-time occurrence, I was in a car accident at one point or another in my life. Somebody rear-ended me at a stoplight. Nothing major, but it happened. So I drive to work every morning, might be a big surprise to you, and I stop at not short of eight stoplights. I don't worry about being rear-ended. Right? I'm looking out my windshield going forward, not looking in my rearview mirror, looking backwards. Think of how difficult it would be to drive your car around the town that you live in if all you could do was look out of your rear view mirror. So the question that must be had, why are you doing that in your life? Why are you focused on the rear view mirror? It's a choice to look in that one. You can keep looking out the window instead. But that sounds too simple, right? Like that can't actually work. At least that's a story you tell yourself. It can't work to come up with a plan that is three years out and then one year out and then month over month and then week over week in that month and then hold yourself accountable. That's too simple. How can that actually work? You have to be lucky to become successful. You have to know somebody to become successful. I've heard all of those things in just the past 12 weeks. And oddly enough, none of them are really true. Like none of them are true at all. Those are all choices. You have choices to be successful, and you have choices to over engineer things, and you have choices to overcomplicate things. So I'm just asking you when are you going to stop overcomplicating your life and really just keep it simple? Keeping it simple by figuring out what it is that actually brings you joy every day. And don't say money, because money does not equal joy. Joy comes from the inside out. There is something inside of you that you want to do that you haven't done. And from that joyous standpoint, how do you then take action to make that happen? And that action might not be able to happen in the next week or the next month or the next six months. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you have to work towards it. And how do you build yourself up enough? How do you create enough blocks of certainty from your feet to your forehead to allow you to handle the pressure that's going to come upon you when you start to step into your greatness? Because it's going to come. Right? And we can take a notorious B.I.G. line and say, more money, more problems, but that's not really what this is. There's just more pressure. right? Different levels of success require different amounts of pressure. And you're either going to rise up to that pressure and be able to stand it, be able to stand tall, be able to shrug it off your back, or you're going to succumb to it. But if you keep it simple, you can always rise up to it. We just Again, we keep over-engineering. We keep over-complicating things. Like let's, let's talk about the gym for a second. I love this conversation. Like you think about what what trainer you're going to hire, what fad diet you're going to go on, what gym you're going to join, all these things, right, that you have to have all this perfect plan set up. And maybe it takes you a month to get that perfect plan. The right time, you go interview trainers, you go to different gyms, you consider different diets, you get feedback from 12 of your friends. Well, the person that started on day one when you're not even remotely started on day 30 is 30 days ahead of you. Because at some point... For most of us, unless you're an elite level athlete, literally for most of us, you require a certain number of calories to exist every day. Call it 2,000. If you consume less than 2,000 calories, about 150 calories in a deficit every day, plus you do some cardiovascular and weight training activity, plus those now 1,800, 1,900 calories you're eating are sensible, they're protein-based. They're healthy, they're not fried foods, they're not sugary stuff. You just really just make it simple. You will lose weight. You don't need a fat loss pill, you don't need some magic thing. Oh yeah, drink an ounce of water for every lean pound of body weight. Let's just even say every pound of body weight that you have. Throw those things together. Run that course for 90 days, then come talk to me about all the other fancy stuff you think you need to do. It's not that complicated for most of us. Same thing in your relationship. Right? like You want this relationship that's just truly on fire. You want this thing that's just how it used to be. Right? We just have lost our passion. Let's keep it really simple. When's the last time you called to your husband or wife, boyfriend or girlfriend in the middle of the day and just told them that you loved them and you were thinking about them? When's the last time you left your phone off when you were at home and just spent time looking at them face to face and being enamored with their conversation? When's the last time you made a sexual act just about them and not about yourself? It's probably been a while. Just keep it super simple. And business is much the same. Business at some point is adding massive value to somebody's life and charging them less than the perceived value ends up being. That's it. Like, We don't have to over-engineer this. Sure, there's marketing messages. How do you get people to perceive that? And the marketplace is crowded and you don't understand my industry. Yeah, sure. All of which are true. What I do understand is if I think your product is worth 300 bucks and you charge me 100 bucks, and I have $100 of disposable income, I am more likely to buy your product than if, I, if you tell me it's worth $400. So all you have to do is create enough value in my mind to get me to buy it and make sure that I have enough money to buy it. That's it. It's just that simple. The overcomplication in every area of your life is literally what is crippling your growth. So the level of success you desire is just on the other side of simplicity. And what I can tell you is if you keep it simple every day, you'll end up getting shit done.